Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. Welcome back to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our first guest today comes from a background of aerospace, electrical, mechanical design, and structural engineering. He oversees the technical, scientific, and engineering direction for the go-to company for commercial space needs. Please welcome Mike Lewis, Chief Technology Officer of NanoRacks. Mike, welcome to the show. Good morning, Peggy. Thanks for having me on. Hey, Mike, we are delighted to have you. I have to tell you, I've done a lot of interviews, but I don't think I've interviewed anyone who talks about space. So, I mean, you know, tell uh, us what are things that are built in space? <laughs> well, that's a, it's a wonderful topic, and uh, you ask any of my friends or family, they're probably tired of me talking about it, but uh, it's exciting on all fronts. Uh, it's, a, it's a good time to be in the space business, and it's a good time to be building stuff in space. So, so, so uh, how, how do you build things in space? I mean, it's really kind of interesting, you know. We talk about, you know, going to the moon, but now we're talking about going to Mars, you know. How, how do you actually do that? How do you build things in space? You know, it's it's wild. So there's a couple different approaches to building stuff in space. Um, traditionally, you know, we've... Uh, We've done stuff where we, we build things on the ground. You know, we build these big aluminum structures that, uh, you know, that, that we outfit with certain things and then we launch them up in a rocket and then, uh, and then, then we have them up there. Um, you know, recently, you know, as recently as I guess, uh, the space station, uh, we launch these units up and, uh, and we connect them. But, uh, what, what's going on now is some, some pretty exciting stuff. We're looking, like you said, towards, Towards future exploration, towards going to Mars, towards uh, you know having a permanent permanent presence in space, and uh, we have to start exploring other ways of constructing things up there. So, so when we think about this, uh, all these different things, and we we try to connect them. You said that are, are are there challenges in trying to connect these things? I mean, you talk about you you put them up there. And, you know, then you have to connect them. It seems like there's a lot of exciting things, but then there seems to be a lot of challenges associated with all of that. Yeah, definitely uh, definitely a lot of challenges with that. Um, so primarily the problem that we have in space is that there's no gravity. So there's, there's no uh, up, there's no down. So you have to make things so that, so that they, can, they can connect in a unique way. Uh, you know, there's a lot of... Uh, really difficult things about that. You know, if you think about on Earth, if you're turning a wrench and uh, you to tighten a bolt, you're able to stand on the ground, use your weight as reaction, and, uh, and twist that bolt in. Uh, if you're up in space, you know, every time you twist that wrench, you're going to go the opposite direction. So it, it takes a lot of unique design. You know, when you're when you're putting things that are going to connect up together, you have to make sure that you account for the fact that when you tighten that bolt, you're going to go the other way. So, so when you do that, you're saying that. So building on the ground and building, you're going the other way. So how do you know what you're doing? It seems to me like you're kind of just punting right there. I mean, how does a traditional contractor know, well, I'm actually putting it together. I'm kind of just going counterclockwise when I'm doing things sometimes. It seems to be kind of odd. It seems kind of strange to, no. to be kind of bolting something together. No, that's a really perceptive, perceptive question because, uh, really which way is up at that point? Um, no, that's, it's, it's, uh, it's complicated. And, uh, 
you know, one way that you overcome that is by doing stuff on the ground where, where you bolt it up ahead of time uh, or you, you predict how things are going to happen. But uh, unfortunately, that's not always possible. Um, you know, we've seen in the history of the space program that a lot of things are connected together for the very first time once they're in space. So it, uh, it requires a real attention to the engineering details, the, uh, the way things are going to fit. You know, it's, it's, uh, it takes an extra level of scrutiny because you, uh, once you're up there, you can't, you can't run to uh, your, your local hardware store and grab another piece or anything like that. You've you got to make sure it works the first time every time. So, and, and that's really interesting because we think about this. What, what it comes to mind is you have to think about every tool you need because we think about it, you can't just lose a tool. You know, I mean, I'm thinking like a contractor, an engineer right now, and goes, just that. I'm going to run to Lowe's. I'm going to run to, you know, some other hardware store, right, Home Depot. But you can't. We lose tools all the time. That's a typical thing on a job site. But here you have to think very methodically about everything you need when you're going to connect something. And you can't say, we forgot a bolt, we forgot something. You have to have everything you need right then and there. How do you make that happen? Well, it takes a lot of people. It takes a lot of planning. And, uh, and you're right. Sometimes you just, no matter how, how good your intentions are, you still leave something at home. So, uh, so people have been struggling with this problem for a long time. You know, we, we, we go through lots of uh, QA, QC procedures, lots of checklists, lots of, you know, you check this and you check this. We do a dry run on the ground, but uh, inevitably stuff still doesn't happen. So uh, so the future and what we're looking for, uh, looking forward to, is actually uh, being able to make that tool that we forgot up there. You know, the, there's, a, there's a big push for 3D manufacturing, um, you know, in or, on orbit, in situ resource type use. Uh, where, say, you forgot that wrench or you need a 10-millimeter, not 11-millimeter, you can print it up there, in a, and, and that way you don't have to wait for the next rocket to show up. So if you think about that, how do you get the industry to really, the construction industry, to get excited about this? Because when I hear you talk, most people would go, you know, that's really exciting, but that's not me. You know, that's so far-fetched from what I'm going to do, but... There are so many systems that don't have earth-based buildings or structures, but yet you're really talking about we're doing stuff here and then we're sending it up there. But there's an industry here that really needs to be involved because there's so much they can learn about what we could do here to go up there. I mean, this is an industry that can be really involved and do so much. How do we get people to understand in the construction companies to go, this is just the beginning of so much more that we can do? Oh, it's it's absolutely true. It's such a good point. There's so much crossover. Um, you know, the the industries have a lot to learn from from each other. You know, this is a in in a lot of ways building stuff in space leverages traditional manufacturing processes. You know, there's uh there's QA, QC along every step of the way. There's uh you know, using traditional materials, using uh, you know, Aluminums and, and titaniums, uh, not necessarily steels, but you know, using a lot of the same stuff, using a lot of the same tools. Um, the the areas that we have to learn from, and you know, the space industry has to learn from traditional construction, really is just how to make things efficient, how to make things uh, you know go by schedule, and and really how how we can produce more for uh, you know, for less money, effectively. How we can uh, reuse designs in, on orbit. Uh, you know, 
uh, along those lines, the uh, ground-based construction, I think, can, can benefit from a lot of the stuff we do in space. Uh, you know, we, we have a lot of restrictions on us up there. Uh, you know, every, every pound you launch to orbit costs some money, so uh, we benefit a lot from, from making our structures optimized. You know, by building things that are that are precisely the right strength and uh, and and you know aren't necessarily overbuilt. Um, I think that a lot of that could translate to you know uh, the use of a lot less construction materials in a building or a bridge or or anything like that. There's a there's definitely a lot of a lot of crossover and and a lot to be be learned by both industries from one another. So do we have a lot of crossover now in communication? I think when people think about space, we think about, you know, radiation and bone and muscle loss and addressing that. We, we think so much about that kind of society, you know, that kind of things. We don't think about what we can learn from each other. We think about the things that are the hazards and, you know, the, the scariness of going to space, right? You know, what happens? We don't necessarily think there's so much crossover in learning to bring two industries together that could do so many unique things. I mean, would that be accurate in some ways? Absolutely. You know, you're, you're totally right. When we think of space, we, we often think of the human in space. You know, we think of what do we have to do to keep that human alive? What are, what are the scary things that are different about the environment of space that we have to account for? But, but the reality is that, that making something for, for space really is similar to something on, gro- on the ground where we just, it's a matter of here's the requirements. It has to hold this much pressure. Well, that's, you know, very common in the industry down here. You know, if you're building a tank, it has to hold this much pressure. You know, you have somebody in, in you know, you have to move a certain amount of air through there. Very, you know, very common in a, an, H, an HVAC system on the earth. Um, you know, there's, there, there's a ton of crossover, and I think that there's a, a real opportunity for, for people to look at what's been done uh, in the space in the space environment, in the space station uh, in particular, um, and, and really draw a lot of lessons learned out of that. Well, I have to tell you, Mike, it's truly exciting. I hope you'll come back and talk to us more about this because I think the construction industry can learn so much and contribute so much to what you guys are doing. And I think it's really exciting at what you guys are doing at NanoRacks. And I, th- I wish you guys continued success. And I hope you'll continue to educate and share so both industries can learn from each other. So thank you again for uh, being on the show. Thank you very much, Peggy. And thanks to the ConExpo ConAg radio team. We, uh, we definitely appreciate it. All right. You have a good, wish you best of luck. Thanks a lot. All right, listeners, we're out of time, but you know, that's the exciting thing. You can think about things that you can do here on earth, but you could do things in space. So I hope you'll stick around. We've got more to talk about it. And, uh, in the meantime, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but we want you to get prepared for the job site of the future, right? We're going to continue to talk about that. And you can learn more about things like that at the Con Expo, Con Ag offers the industry all these educational tracks on things like this and you can all these major sectors of the construction industry by signing up today at ConExpo, ConAg. The event is March 7th through the 11th of 2017. We're out of time right now, but stick around. Thanks for tuning in to ConExpo, ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back right after this commercial break.
Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at ConExpoConAg.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Identity theft costs over $20 billion a year. When was the last time you changed all of your passwords? Don't be a victim. The nonprofit Securing Our E-City Foundation is here to support you. They serve individuals, families, seniors, businesses, and nonprofits throughout San Diego, helping to make a safer cyber experience for all. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Has your business been appified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Appify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're at a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Ulcher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com That's TheReinventionWorkshop.com Welcome back to 